Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Sitcom Geeks. I'm Dave Cohen. I'm James Carey. And joining us is our producer, Katie Storey. Hello. And today we are going to be talking all about notes. That's the notes you're given for your scripts. Those uh, fabulously helpful pieces of advice everybody's desperate to give you, which is great because you're really excited to hear them. Absolutely. Or the bane of your life, depending which way you look at it. Now, uh, James has uh, quite a lot of experience of uh, receiving notes, giving notes as well, and uh, he's uh, got some initial thoughts he's, he's uh, going to share with us about notes, and uh, we'll start really, I guess, by talking about uh, you've written your first script, you've sent it off to writer's room or, or to, to somebody like James or myself for a, a, a script uh, review. And um, so what would, um, what advice, what's the first bit of advice that you'd give to a new writer? Well, um, it's worth bearing in mind a few things. The one is to say that you are obviously very attached to your script and you have possibly taken a very long time to get to where it is. And you have given birth to it, as it were. It may have taken you nine months. And as a rule, parents don't take negative comments about their children very kindly. Mm. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, um, Dave. But um, They never talk to you again, really. No, no. Um, So (laughs) in one sense, it's worth bearing in mind that you are sensitive when it comes to notes about your script. So you sort of need to get used to that very quickly. And I think the sooner you can get used to being given notes, Mm. the happier you will be as a professional writer, as it were, because I think it's very easy to react emotionally. And I think I still do, you know, and I've been doing this for a while now and and Dave, you've been doing it for even longer. And how do you feel when you get that first, that email with the, that you know contains notes? my, My first reaction to notes is always, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. How? What have they possibly seen? What? What can they mean? That is just ridiculous. Yeah. And then I go off and fume for ten minutes, and then I come back and I look at it again, and I think, mm, yeah, I suppose I can see. I can sort of see their point. I go from thinking, oh god, I'm not. I, I can't work on this show anymore, mm. uh, and go off in a huff, and, and then I sort of realise that actually, well. They, they're reacting to this, to what I've written in a, a certain way. And that's, uh, you know, they're, they're making the show. They've got their way of uh, doing it. They know what, you know, they've got a lot of other things that they're thinking about yeah. apart from the script. So yeah. you kind of have to take it on board yeah. to some extent. Yeah, and I think it partly is, but how you receive the notes also partly depends on what, sh- what your show is and what your... So there's a difference, I'm sure, between notes on your original script for an original show that you can totally see, which you may not have actually captured in your script. And then there is taking notes on a script for somebody else's show that you're writing. Mm. And there's a sense in which it's not your show. So get over it even faster than yeah. you would normally have to yeah. do. Um, so this question of sort of being um, professional, really. Um, the thing to, Another thing to bear in mind is the fact that the person giving you notes is almost certainly more experienced than you if they're in a position to give notes. And, you know, there are obviously famous stories and anecdotes of people who are very in high positions of power having not ever made a show in their life or done anything particularly useful. But, again, dwelling on these things tends not to yield mm. to anything positive or constructive. Yeah. Um, 
So can I tell my favourite story? About is it the Billy Wilder story? No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's a friend of mine who was uh, with a very, uh, very, very successful producer who always read his scripts and for some reason hadn't had time to read the script and give notes. So he was in the room with the producer as he was reading the script, uh, a comedy script. And the producer was reading it and he read one page and didn't laugh and two pages and didn't laugh and didn't say anything. And uh, my friend was getting more and more kind of. Uh, worried about what he was thinking and then finally after about 10 minutes uh he said uh, ah i see you're using a new typeface <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the only note he got on his script was that uh, he he ditched ariel bold yeah. and gone for calibre i that. wondered if that was going to be uh, a story where after reading it for 20 minutes they sort of turned to them and said that's possibly the funniest script I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> and the person reading that? the script was Jeffrey Perkins, who famously didn't ever laugh no, out no, loud no, at that, anything. That's true, yeah. Um, What's the Billy Wilder? Oh, the Billy Wilder as, story. As the, 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 there's an apocryphal version. I don't quite know what the original apocryphal version is, mm. where a film, a, a film director, or produ- I think a film executive producer, who doesn't really understand who Billy Wilder is, who is the writer and director of things like Some Like It Hot, you know, sort of the greatest, one of the greatest films writer, of all time, where someone sort of says, oh, so Billy, uh, you know, what have you done? And Billy Wilder says, you first. So, uh, you know, you, you yeah. kind of, occasionally a bit of me, because I've been doing this for a while now, and I've you know, been doing it for sort of 15 years, and I've written quite a few scripts, part of me wants to sort of say to whoever's producing the notes, well, okay, what have you done? Hmm. Um, again, doesn't get you very far. And if you're listening to this show and wanting to improve as a writer, the odds are that the note giver is more experienced than you. So you really want to be trying to respond to notes in as, in as constructive a way as possible. And the other thing to bear in mind is that the producer or the script editor or whoever's giving you notes wants the same thing as you in that you all want a funny show or even better, a funny and successful show. Um, they're not trying to harm you. <laughs> they're not trying to stop you from writing funny things. So you need to bear in mind that they want the same thing as you, but also that they're possibly thinking about other things than your script. Um, and therefore, if they do make mistakes or they, if their notes are occasionally inconsistent, then you probably need to cut them a little bit of slack. Um, I think one thing I'd like to mention at this point as well, and it is... Uh, Unfortunately, it's not. It's not a very helpful thing to say. But actually, um, you could get two completely contradictory sets of notes from yep. two extremely experienced people. Um, and that's, and in fact, that, that situation happened to me recently. I, uh, a friend who's done a lot of uh, things for me, and uh, I think he's a very good writer. And uh, I, I occasionally read his scripts and give him uh, advice on them. And this was a script that he'd sent to BBC Writers Room, and uh, I, I read it, and I said, uh, "Oh, yeah, I, I really like your main character. I think that's really good. I think I'm not too sure about this, this, the second character." And um, the notes he got back from BBC Writers Room were, "I really like the second character, but I don't like the main one at all." And it is, and, and the thing is that we were probably both right in our different ways, really. And it's just, it, it's kind of. Um, when you get contradictory advice, you kind of have to a little bit be a little bit instinctive and think about mm. well, how am I? How in my gut do I think this is going to work best? Who 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 is who, whose advice is more kind of 
do I feel mm. stronger that I can yeah. can work with on that? And what that what those two contradictory notes are sort of telling you possibly is that this show is slightly neither one thing nor the other. Yeah, it may be that mm-hmm. it's not clear from that script whose side we should be on or anything like that. So in one sense, we need to embrace notes even when they are contradictory or confusing because otherwise you're never going to improve yeah now my um my theory on notes is is the best kind of note is that whenever i'm giving notes what i'm trying to do i hope is articulate something that's that's basically the awful truth that the writer has been suppressing all along so it's and so when I'm given a, when I'm given a note, the best note is effectively something that I already know. Mm. When they say this this scene is weak, this character is I don't understand the quest of this character. In my heart of hearts, I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, you're quite found right. Out. I found out you got me. Yeah, you know, I I, I thought I'd papered over that one, yeah. but I obviously haven't, mm. and that I've effectively been called back you know, to, to go and do that bit again. Mm. You know, there's a consistently weak bit or something that I've sort of willfully been blind towards. Um, and so those are the kind of notes that are really genuinely helpful is where stuff where you just think, either stuff you hadn't spotted, a scene that's never quite worked, you've submitted the script and when it's come back, they've said, oh, we thought about doing it this way. And you go, oh, that's how I should have done it. Yeah. Um, those kinds of notes are pretty rare, but... But in general, notes which are basically putting their finger on why it's not quite as good as you thought it was. Um, they're, they're the notes that you really can act on and should embrace and should be enthusiastic about. Because um, it doesn't help to be curmudgeonly difficult, obstructive. All the stuff that comes very naturally to writers. Um, you know, you want to try and uh, try and avoid that. Yeah. Um, and then contrast that with the, the worst kind of notes, which are notes that sort of don't really seem to mean anything. They seem to be illogical. The worst note is really one by given someone who just has to justify their salary or position. Yeah. They don't clearly have any strong views on the script, but if they don't say anything, then um, then people will wonder why on earth they're being paid £185,000 a year by the BBC. Right. Um, when actually... Um, by that stage you should realise that you just need to let people get on with it having said that sometimes they think they're doing the right thing and saying things are useful and maybe they are uh, and maybe they haven't just been power vacuumed into a place <laughs> of extremely great significance perhaps the response to those sorts of notes is to do what they do to you which uh, often uh, the, the, you, you will get this from time to time you'll get a producer coming back to you and say that was fantastic that's really good I really like it well done that's really absolutely right and then you go oh right okay uh, j- just one thing and then half an hour later yeah <laughs> the one thing has been like dismantling the whole script yeah. that whole kind of yeah yeah I hear what you're saying. No, that's a really good point. I'm glad you you uh, mentioned that mm. point. Uh, very good. Uh, I will definitely address that point when I've walked out the room and realised what a stupid bloody thing it is. <laughs> no, no, it's a really good idea. I, I will give it time. And I, actually, you do really need to give it time. You do really actually need to look at it very, very closely yeah. and say, now, why has that person said that i think they're wrong uh well i know they're wrong because i'm a writer and i'm i'm right about everything yeah yeah uh 
but why? what made them say that thing then? What is the thing that's not working to make them make that suggestion? Yeah. And so there is even even in a, the, the, the worst kind of note, I would say, yeah. you may well find that a, a, a key to, your, to something for yourself that will help you yeah. uh, solve whatever yeah. the problems so are. So two things on that. One is hopefully you'll have a decent producer or script editor who will shield you from terrible notes. And I've, I've been the beneficiary of that in the past where I've either had somebody keeping notes away from high up that are trying to address things that are nothing to do with me or the script but are pure politics. Mm-hmm. Um, when I worked on a show uh, called My Hero, um, the producer Jamie Ricks, who um, uh, you've worked with, Dave, a little mm-hmm. bit on uh, Not Going Out, mm-hmm. he did a heroic job of taking in five sets of notes and turning them into a set of notes for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always really grateful that he did that. So he would sort of harmonise them and sort of slightly process them. And he might even say that there was a disagreement about this or that scene or this or that character right. or this or that moment, which mm-hmm. was great. And again, going back to points that we've made before, you just therefore need to be really careful who you work with. You want to work with people who are trying to help you do the best work that you can rather than someone who is sort of throwing you uh, to the lions. Um, but I think, th- but the other thing, I think you're right there, Dave, is to say that there is something in almost every note, even bad ones or even stupid ones. But actually sometimes the solution to those notes is not the, the thing itself, but something earlier. Yeah. So it may be that a scene's not working. And actually mm. the only reason the scene's not working is because it's, it's come after another scene that actually looks like it works but gives you the wrong expectation for the scene that follows or it may be that you know in one sense it's like diagnosing a a physical ailment Mm. actually you've got a really sore neck well the problem is actually in the bottom of your back with a trapped nerve or Mm. you know and actually medical analogy yeah yeah but i think these things manifest themselves in in different ways yeah yeah um you know expectation created by previous jokes setups quests not being clear Mm -hmm. that kind of thing yeah um, but on a number of occasions we found that we've had notes on a scene that doesn't work we think it works but then we've discovered the reason they didn't think it did is because we'd set it up wrong right. so we've changed the setup mm-hmm. and maybe had a note back going oh it all works really well now um, you've changed the scene and it's now much better and we're mm-hmm. secretly thinking we didn't change the scene at all yeah. um, but we did change the setup to the scene yeah. and you know mm-hmm. it's our you know um, you know, it can be a sort of a childish got one over on the teacher sort of thing, which is pathetic, but it kind of gets you through the day sometimes. Mm. There is a bit of a kind of siege mentality, isn't there, when you're kind of in the, in, in the deep throes of working on scripts that are going to be made. It is a sort of definite... It's, you're in a different place to when you're, work, when you're discussing scripts yeah. at, at, at the earlier stage yeah. of you know, trying to get commissions and things, so... Yeah, and hopefully, because if your show is being made, that you have ironed out most of these sort of big philosophical problems or, um, you know, you have addressed previous notes so that by the time you're trying to execute the script, that, you know, you're sort of slightly footling over details, really. A mm-hmm. um, couple of other things, really. Um, do ignore some of the notes. <laughs> if you're given a great big page of notes, you are perfectly at liberty um, to ignore some of them. I mean, think twice before ignoring any note completely. Yeah. Um, I've been very lucky to work with one or two people, one of whom I ignored half of the notes this person gave, and they're extremely easy to ignore because they were really, really crazy or stupid or over the top. Mm. Um, and they were very easy to ignore 
and then the other notes were really really helpful so that so the unhelpful notes were clearly obviously unhelpful but even those unhelpful ones did make me think oh hang on are these crazy suggestions coming because this scene is actually quite boring and they're sort of trying to work out a way of making it more interesting in yeah. which case I do need to look at that scene again yeah. but you are perfectly at, uh, at liberty to um, ignore the notes or ignore some of the notes but I think if you start ignoring all of the notes then you will become get a reputation for being very difficult to work with and there's a sense in which you can do that at the start so I had a meeting recently where someone sort of said I have a fundamental flaw I have a fundamental problem with this character at the centre of your show mm-hmm. and I'm so convinced that that character is a really good character I've sort of said oh that's a shame I think they're really good mm-hmm. and, I, and I guess this isn't going to go anywhere with you then and to which the answer was, um, oh, okay. And yeah. that was and that was that. Right. So it was a note, but I sort of rejected it because um I'm you know, I've thought about it and I'm happy with how it is. And if it's not coming across, if it's not connecting with this person, well that's fine, but we're at the very early stages of it, so yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um so do ignore some of the notes, that's okay. And I think the other thing to say is you can question notes, you can do it politely. So sometimes you do have a note that looks ridiculous, but an answer to that isn't this is a ridiculous note. But um, but to say, I'm confused what you mean by this. Is the problem this or is it that? Are you feeling that the scene is too long or is you feeling that the scene is losing its way? You know, mm. and I think it's not unprofessional to do that. In fact, I would say it's professional to do that. Would that be your take on it? Well, I, I was thinking about this on the way... Uh here actually and um, I, I, I sort of wondered how much and, and, and the, the, the balance between how much you question the notes you get having recently been given some quite a lot of notes for for, uh, for something which my, my first reaction was to, to totally question the notes but then my my next thought was well it's over over, over time and we're sort of quite early in this uh, particular show I thought I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going to go with these notes for now mm. and and if if they start to escalate then I may well yeah. start to do something but for the time being I will kind of do everything mm. I'm told yeah until it starts to seem like it's not I, 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 I need to see and I, th- mm. I think this is a reasonable point I think I, I, I need to see that how I respond to the notes mm. Is acknowledged in a certain way, and I think mm. that might be when uh, at the early stages when you're working with someone, if you if you respond mm. uh, as 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 clearly as possible to all the notes, even if you don't necessarily agree yeah. with them, um, and and you do uh, as is asked of you, and then you that's respected, yeah. then that's fine. If you carry on doing it and you're still getting the same kind of notes yeah. back, I think then then I would start to. I'd, I'd start to kind of maybe, you know, put my foot down a bit. Well, it's not so... I mean, I think it's partly uh, artistic differences. That's one thing. But I think it's particularly valid to question notes that you find contradictory. Yeah. So it may be that you're being asked to add a whole new storyline about X. Mm. But there is another note that says this, this whole thing feels too long. And you're mm. thinking, I really don't understand how I can fulfill both of these notes. Yeah. The person who's written these notes, let's assume they're not a moron mm. and therefore they haven't expressed themselves as clearly as they could. And therefore you're able to go, um, I think you may be right about the extra storyline about this, but we're already worried about length. 
did you have any thoughts yeah. on how I should be, should I be cutting something that we've not talked about? Or, yeah. And in which case they might realise, oh yes, no, there was a whole bit of the thing, I didn't think you needed that. Ah, mm. oh, okay, that wasn't in the notes. That's really helpful to mm. know that. So I think you're able to have a grown-up conversation. You don't have to sit there and take it yeah. and, and then shake your head when you get contradictory notes from the same person. Mm-hmm. You can, especially if they're written notes, you yeah. can actually just email back and don't question all of them. Yeah. But if there's one particular bit where you just think, yeah. I don't quite know how I'm going to fulfil both of those notes. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm working with a producer on a radio idea at the moment and I know him very well and we work together. Uh, ah, so it's a him. Okay, <laughs> we're just trying to work out who he is. Yeah. But, uh, and I have no trouble at all literally saying, you know, I go through his notes and I'll say, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, no, I don't think you're right about that. And and, and, and he's fine about that. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, he or she, if, he or, she <laughs> or it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he doesn't really narrow it down much in the world of comedy. No, no, that's, that's true. Let's well, face it's, it. Yes, as, right. uh, okay, fair enough. Katie has pointed out uh, in previous uh, podcasts, and I, we, 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 we upped the uh, actual number of, um, number of, Women who've been on this show. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks to Clandid there. But to go back to what Sean Ed was saying, the uh, Radio 4 Comedy Commissioner, a point she made, and she said, uh, I I don't have to like everything, uh, but I can see how, um, you know, something might be good. And I think that's part of the problem with with notes is because comedy is such a subjective thing, Mm, a person who is working on this show with you is not necessarily... This isn't necessarily the kind of show that they yeah. are totally, you know, that they're, they're completely on top of what, what it's about and where it's coming from. And so, but it might actually, they might bring, they might be bringing something to your show, mm. an extra thing that's going to kind of lift it out of your little world that's yeah. going to make it a very nice, popular, niche show for 200,000 people who watch it on Channel 4 they might have this extra thing that actually might make it something that's a bit more, you know, I, I, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm kind of almost sort of contradicts every yeah, time yeah. you come up with a sort of yeah. piece of advice, but this is quite, this is again, this is part of the problem with the notes thing. And, and, and uh, the example that I, I give is uh, Mrs. Brown's boys, which is a show that, uh, you know, I, I never was a big fan of, but I can see why it's popular, but I was sort of imagining what would happen if I had been a BBC script editor and I had been given a script for Mrs. Brown's Boys before yeah. the show had gone out. And I, I would have said, well, I don't like this and I don't like that and I don't like that. And th- these are all the things that made the show massive hit. Yeah. Sort of old jokes, the 70s retro uh character, if I can use that word. But I mean, you know, it's a great, it's a very successful show. And... Um, I, the, the, I would have been right, you know, I would have been ignored and they would have been right to ignore me yeah. but but I still think I'm right in yeah. my view of it yeah but the fact is seven million eight million people disagree and mm. you know I'm not going to uh, have impressed my uh, bosses in the script department by yeah. having rejected it so you know fortunately is... in your situation no one would ever know no. and that's why when commissioners take credit for shows that they've commissioned yeah. it always really uh, <laughs> makes me cross because you think well, but we don't know what you turned down so yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a selective yeah. crediting system mm. so I think in one sense it is a complicated area and that's why it is very frustrating and why we need to think about it is because it is hard to know when to question when to just shut up when to just try and make sense of it um, 
there are a couple of things I would sort of say, which is something that rookies particularly do, which is very annoying and you need to stop doing it if you are doing it, is that when you do get notes, don't give notes on the notes. Um, because, uh, you know, I've, I've given notes before um, for, uh, for, for one or two things and I've had notes back saying, oh, right, yeah, I didn't really... Um, you know, you told me to cut that bit, but I'm not going to do that uh, because I, you know, I like it and or whatever. And so, like, okay, I don't, I don't, you don't need to tell me straight away that you're going to ignore half of my notes. That's mm-hmm. fine. Just do, do you fix it and then show it to me again. And um, don't um, particularly uh, say, well, I only changed that bit because you told me to. Mm-hmm. You know, don't sort of blame the note giver yeah. for for your script because it may you know in the first instance I mean when I script editing anything for CBBS I was it was 20 we were making 20 episodes of it and I can't quite keep track of all the notes I've given to everybody all the time and so if I've contradicted myself once or twice over the course of that to someone you know and then you point that out to me thanks you know <laughs> I'm not being paid a daily rate that's high enough to justify being given notes by new writers thanks um, so do think yourself into, um, you know, use your writer skills to be empathetic towards the person who's giving you notes. Um, I just think it looks it looks really bad. Um, so um, those are some of the main points that I wanted to cover, which I've sort of stuck up on my blog, on the Sitcom Geek blog, and also in my, in my book, the writing that sitcom book. Another little gem, though, is um, Sam Bain has written a, a blog post, um, obviously Sam Bain from uh, Peep Show and lots of other wonderful shows like Babylon and Rev and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of other things. Um, uh, the Old Guys, as uh, Sam and Jesse was next oh, yeah. as well, which mm-hmm. was a, a, a mainstream sitcom. Um, that 70s sitcom? That 70s show a very long time ago. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a thing called Notiquettes, sort of etiquette mm-hmm. around notes, which I think is... Um, uh, really good, but it's partly mm. to people who give notes as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm at this stage because I do get a lot of scripts. I do read a lot of scripts by new writers, uh, half hour sitcom episodes. So uh, James is going to sort of read these out, and I I kind of uh, I'm going to listen to each bit of advice and and decide honestly if if I actually do what Sam Bain suggests right. I do. So um, so these the, well these are the don'ts um, for people who give notes. Um, the first is uh, don't rewrite the script and send it back to the writer. Uh, is that, uh, you know? Yeah, I actually, I mean, I think it's not unreasonable for me as someone who's a bit more experienced than someone who's not got experience. Yeah. I, I don't rewrite it, but I do make suggestions. Mm. I do say you might want to look at a way that might make this particular scene funnier if you do this or that. Or yeah. I always say, you know, try this or try something else but it's it's not yeah. quite working at the moment so yeah. so I'll give myself half a time okay. I probably have been rewritten once or twice and mm. I'm not minded for, for a variety of extraneous circumstances but as a general rule it's not something that you want to do mm. um, uh, don't forward the writer an uncensored email containing extensive <laughs> negative notes from a third party not involved in any way in the process <laughs> Um, Sam says this only happened to him once, but that was enough. Yeah, it's very easy to do. Actually, I, I have done that once. I have uh, uh, accidentally included somebody in, a, in a, the bottom of the email that uh, who is being talked about. Luckily, uh, I was being complimentary about them. Okay. So uh, I got away with it. 
Um, but I realised as soon as I'd sent it. Yeah, God, yeah, I shouldn't do no, that. That wasn't for him to see. Thirdly, um, it was a him. Don't yeah. take the rip. Um, all writers get it wrong, but it's our right to fail without being humiliated in the process. Yeah. I think that's fairly good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's sort of. I don't. I don't think I've had somebody literally mock me in my notes for the script. I think it's quite unusual. I think, although if you go, I think you used to find it in the uh, critique columns of the uh, British Comedy Guide, people who were brave enough to put their script oh, right. for Newsjack and things up only for the certain people who uh, like to spend their time just uh, picking holes yeah. and stuff. I so uh, you can ignore them. Don't give too many no- little notes at an early stage. We don't need to know if some lines or jokes could be improved at draft one. We just want to know if the story mm-hmm. is any good. Again, I... I uh, only give myself half a tick for this, but partly because of going right back to what James said at the beginning, uh, you, uh, you've written that script, you've given it nine months' work. As far as you're concerned, that's it's the, finished. Finished, the finished draft that yeah. is going to get made. I have to kind of gently bring you down on that. And suggest- that may be true. I mean, and also, mm-hmm. particularly if you're, if, if you are reading a script for someone, for, for a say, for a fee, as it were, then you kind of have to give all your notes in one go. Yeah. Because um, they might not send you draft That's two, true. so. Yeah. It, it, but I think in general, I think yeah. we have we've probably all been in meetings where somebody very important has really fussed over a tiny detail of a script yeah. that's really only on the first or second draft, and yeah. we all know you're not going to read through the act with yeah. the actors until draft four, and that you're only going to shoot draft nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does happen sometimes. Yeah. Um, don't give notes based on how you would write the script. Yeah. If you want to write, there are plenty of blank pages <laughs> still available. Yes. That's great. Yeah. I think that's a really good note for note givers. Mm. And when I'm giving notes, I'm trying to think, how can I help this writer do the best version of the show that they mm. want to do? Yeah. And if I'm trying to stop them from doing that, I need to give them concrete reasons as to why I think they're yeah. heading in the wrong direction. Mm rather than just giving them notes that pull it in my direction. Yeah. I, I did, I, there was one exception, and I actually, re, quite recently, I got a script which was uh, I thought was a, a considerably uh, better than any script that I'd ever received, and it was about a week and a half before some competition or other. And um, I did contact the writer and say, look, I think this is really good. I, do, I think that there's just some things that need doing, and I did... Uh, kind of break that rule on the, the, the one occasion I did sort of have a few actual suggestions for it because it was I, I thought it was it was no. a very very good standard and, and the, but there just needed to be a little extra a few extra things in there um, even, even then though I felt I said you know these are my suggestions yeah. I don't want to force these sure. on you you know um, and then the last good note try to avoid in- emotional inflammatory language Say there are problems, not that something is sloppy. Say it could be funnier, not that it's schoolboy humour. I think that's good. I mean, these are sort of just pejorative terms. I think they sort of fall into the category of don't Mm. humiliate the writer in the notes. I hope that I don't do that, but I sometimes worry, maybe sometimes, that you you kind of never know. You know, any criticism for a writer uh, hurts, really. And so if you just say that joke, well, I didn't think that joke was very funny, that's... That's uh, that is a dagger to my heart. Really. Yeah. Um, 
I thought it was funny enough. I put it in the script. Yeah, yeah. And you obviously didn't think it's funny enough. Don't don't need you to tell me that. Yeah. But I, you know, maybe I do do that. Well, no. I mean, I think um, it's all perfectly. Um, uh, it is justifiable to say that joke doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, you don't have to say, but you don't have yeah. to say this is a poor joke. <laughs> what you can say is, for me, that joke doesn't land. It doesn't. Mm. It's not. F- you could even say. I felt I knew what that joke was going to be or yeah. I felt that joke feels familiar. Yeah. Um, you know. Say that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and I think yeah. that is perfectly yeah. justified okay. and professional yeah. to say that, but yeah. you don't have to say, mm. you know, come up, unless you know the person well mm. and you're in a room together, yeah. you can say, uh, you know, you, you probably could say to someone, I think you can probably do better than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're confident that you know that there's a relationship there. Yeah. But in general, you want to be, be better than that. Yes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, and some possible do's as well. Please make suggestions and come up with ideas. I think that mm. is yeah. a mixed bag because sometimes you don't particularly want their suggestions or ideas, mm. um, especially when they do seem very familiar or obvious to you. Yeah. You know, if you sort of, if you've written something yeah. and they say, oh, I didn't like that. Have you thought about setting it in X? And you go... Yes, yes, of course I did. That's the obvious thing to do. And I didn't do that because it seemed so ludicrously obvious. Mm. Um, yeah. So that is the pitfall of making suggestions. But it is helpful, I think, to yeah. show someone's showing willing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How, how do you do on that? Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I'm pretty good on that, I think. But I, I, again, I, I, you know, I always give the caveat. I say, you know, you might want to think about doing this. I mean, but... The thing is, I do tend to get the the people who've thought the first obvious thought, and so I'm kind of slightly going ahead of them, mm. thinking, well, maybe you might want to think about yeah. going beyond that obvious thought yeah. and look at it this way. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I'm not kind of basically yeah. rewriting it for them. Yeah. And then here's a really good one, I think, um, where Sam suggests that when you're giving notes, when you're sort of when you're coming up with suggestions and ideas maybe do include relevant anecdotes from your life the more embarrassing the better um they may not get into the script but they make you more human um and therefore will accept your note taking result note making as result um what i love in that is i remember again when i was relatively experienced and i was writing my hero jamie ricks the producer who was very kindly collating notes so that they won't contradict themselves the other thing he would do where when we were in a room together and we were trying to fix a script he would always be the first to make a suggestion mm-hmm. that was that he would he would sometimes bail out on halfway through, realizing it wasn't a very good one. But he would intentionally humiliate himself in order to give other people permission to pitch and fail. Right. Yeah, and I think that was a really really important thing that he did, which is why I, I really appreciated it mm-hmm. that he wasn't ashamed or unprepared to comedy is a Comedy is a risky business. You're making yourself yeah. emotionally vulnerable, and yeah, he, yeah. he co- constantly did that. And I really, I really respected that and appreciated mm. it. Mm. Um, you know, without doing the caveat thing, which is the great Mitchell and Webb sketch of not this. I mean, how about this? I mean, not this, yeah. but you know, yeah, this yeah. is. I mean, you're the writer. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Mm. So um, if you've not seen the not this sketch, I urge you to watch it immediately. Yes. Um, I watched it recently on your. Yes, uh, I posted a link to it on my on my blog. Yeah. Um, and it is a very common, um, a very common thing. Um, 
That's yeah. oh, it's so the other thing I've seen. But Sam's also written here: give your note giver notes on their notes, <laughs> um, which is what I've said specifically not to do. But what yeah. I think he's meaning by that is talk about the notes. Yeah. Um, you can. I have once given a note giver notes on their notes. Um, mm. uh, Andrew Clifford was giving me notes on a kids show I was writing at the time, mm-hmm. and my note back to him were was genuinely these are easily the best notes I think I've ever had. No. Um, these mm. are just brilliant. Thank That's you. Very nice you know, to hear. And I yes. wasn't, you know, mm. hopefully that didn't sound ingratiating and creepy. Yeah. Um, but uh, they really, really were. Um, Andrew Clifford, if you're listening, you are an excellent note giver, um, and I hope you get lots of lovely work. You can mm. work with me anytime you like. Um, so, in one sense, um, those are the do's, don'ts, pitfalls. Mm. Have we missed out any other screaming howlers? That's- Pretty, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, I do think it, it is a very, very difficult uh, area. And um, uh, even, you know, like there's the, the um, that, that phrase from uh, William Goldman, that uh, the, the great screenwriter, you know, nobody knows anything. Yeah. And of course, William Goldman is one of the greatest screenwriters. And yeah. the, the man who said nobody knows anything actually knows a hell of a lot more yeah. than most of us. So uh, if you get notes on your script and you go, nobody knows anything, mm. you think that's you're being clever by quoting William Goldman. Well, actually, uh, some people do actually know enough, really, I mm. think. So, you know, it is worth taking that advice before you reject it out. Mm. Hand. I mean, giving notes is a tough business, especially if you're, you know, relatively uh, new to it or that you've not been doing it for very long. I mean, Katie, you've been reading scripts and giving notes on things uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. How How is all this from your perspective that we're sort of, I mean, it's sort of pretty terrifying to give a, someone who's spent ages on something two pages of like, well, I'm not sure this worked or that worked. Or... Uh, yeah, but Sam's, I mean, Sam's notes on giving notes yeah. uh, real common sense, I think. Yeah. And yeah. also, I did a script um, editing for a TV course recently and they, I think they started off by saying, just say something positive at the top. Like, yeah. These are real people who've given you their script, just start off with something positive. Yeah. And I think mm. a lot of the human thing is good to keep in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are humans. Yeah, yeah. These are, these are humans we feel obliged to point yeah. out. Um, but anyway, so um, that's comments on notes. Um, anything else? I think that's. I, I think, think we're done. That, huh? I think those. Uh, I think those notes are very good. Very good notes. There. There's more to be very read good. on notes um, in my book in writing that book, sitcom. Writing that sitcom, which is very good. Is it, is it available? Yeah, as uh, anything other than an ebook. Just an just an just ebook an for now, and then um, you can get that via my website sitcomgeek.blogspot.co.uk is there stuff on notes in your book not in the current one but I have got a new book coming out ah. soon called write what you don't know and uh, uh, there will be uh, some notes about notes in there notes about notes so Excellent. I think uh, I think you did very well there James I'd just like to say uh, <laughs> give you a bit of feedback yeah shut up good. No, I'm yeah. not taking this from you what have yeah. you done <laughs> Um, so if you like the podcast do listen do tell your friends like us on Facebook you have already listened if you've got to this point yeah listen um, Um, listen again tell your friends go to Facebook uh, like us at Facebook and uh, adore us on iTunes as well you can even write a review on iTunes that would be uh, lovely Uh, email us we will promise to try and get back to you we've not been very good on that we will promise to try we won't actually do it but we will try to do it we can promise that (laughs) yes we will uh, we will do what we can Uh, sitcomgeeks at gmail.com keep sending and keep wondering when the hell we're going to get back to you (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you to Katie, our producer. Thank you.
I'm James, and we'll be back again soon. Bye.